Hello, 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 good people. This is your guy, Mr. Educator, Mr. Communicator, Mr. Free Thinker, coming back at you live once again from the Lone Star State with another edition of the Media Mike Speaks. So, we are talking about the queen of rock and roll, Mrs. Tina Turner. As you see in the headlines, farewell to Tina Turner, my tribute to the queen of rock and roll. So the title now of this story is yes, Tina Turner bids farewell to public eye with a touching HBO documentary reflecting on her life and her triumphant journey. So, I know some of you all probably thought she had passed on. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So, anyway, we're going to talk about it. But she has decided to move on from the spotlight. So, let's get to it. The life of Tina Turner, one marked by both dark tragedy and triumphant success, has been well documented over the years. There was the 1981 People magazine story that first revealed the terror and abuse she suffered in a long marriage with musical partner Ike Turner. The 1987 biography, I, Tina, she penned with MTV newsman Kurt Lauder, the Oscar-nominated 1993 biopic based on that book, What's Love Got to Do With It, that starred Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne, and the ju jukebox musical Tina, that premiered in 2018 on London's West End before moving to Broadway. So, I grew up listening to uh, Tina, and I'm going to talk about that again a little later. Even though she came on the scene well before I came on the scene, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, my mother and father used to play her a lot. So, for those of us who grew up in that era, of the 70s and 80s. And we'll talk about that again. We're all too familiar with Ike and Tina Turner. So let's continue. Tina takes what the directors described then as a meta approach to the violence and strife Turner endured in her life. It dives right into the subject in its opening minutes and the first half of the film focuses on her partnership and 16-year marriage with Ike who died in 2007. As the duo, Ike and Tina Turner, the woman born Anna Mae Bullock's early career is synonymous with her ex and the 81-year-old describes surviving the torture in that relationship. The abuse from not just like Ike's hands, but shoe stretchers, coat hangers, and things that went on there that um, not going to read to you at, at this point in time. But you may go uh, and see the, if you have HBO, or maybe it's streaming on Netflix. So the documentary of Tina Turner. So for those of you who do not know, we're going to continue. And I'm going to give you a little backstory here. And it just gave you, I just gave you her real name. But she was born November 26, 1939. As I stated, her name again, her real name, Anna Mae Bullock. And she first overcame abandonment by both of her parents during her childhood in rural Nutbush, Tennessee. Now, I lived in Jackson, Tennessee for four years, so um, I don't know where Nutbush is, but it seems quite small. 
In the late 50s, she began singing with Ike Turner, who renamed her Tina. Alongside him, she rose to fame as the fiery star of the Ike and Tina duo. So, Rolling Stone Magazine, 1986. Now, Mrs. Turner is open and willing to talk about things. She's just very aware of the consequences it can have for her personally to talk about particular chapters of her life. Now, this is according to the interview that she was having with HBO. She's very honest about her own story. And according to the reporter, it's just she's doing her best to live a healthy and peaceful life, which I do understand at this point in time. Now, there are things we're going to discuss here a little bit about some things you did not know that she endured in her later years. So let's go to when she rose to prominence after the divorce from Ike Turner. Now, that letter half, though it's largely sub subline as it shows Turner free from the destructive clutches of Ike, breaking out as a solo artist and exploding to worldwide fame, fulfilling her career-long goal of filling stadiums as big as 186,000 in Rio. In mesmerizing concert documentary footage, seeing Turner jolt across the stage like a force of nature past the age of 50 when the single What's Love Got to Do With It pushed her into the stratosphere. We're reminded that what a rare feat she accomplished in reaching that level of success as a solo female artist at the age and that stage of her career because I remember that. That was amazing and she was amazing. But however, Ike did discover her. I don't know where she would have been if it wasn't for Ike Turner. And, I, and, and you know what? Good people, I think she knows that. And that's at a time when if you weren't there, I guess none of us would understand. You know, um, and I think back then, if you had talent and I don't know, I think Ike was from either Detroit or Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. You know, Ike was well known. He was. Ike and the Ikeettes, they were, they were well known. And moving to Hollywood, you know, California, you know, the, at that time becoming the music capital of the world. It wasn't, I think at that time, I think Detroit was, but we got California. You have an individual like Ike who has a lot of talent because I, I do believe he could write songs very well. He wrote a lot of songs, but I think with the fast Hollywood life, I'm just, I'm just saying allegedly good people. Based on his background, it's just fueled with extracurricular activities, pharmaceuticals thrown on top of that. It's a powder keg. And it is sad that it ended this way, but Tina came out of it like a rose. So. What you all do not know. Tina Turner, she suffered a, a stroke in 2013, was diagnosed with intestinal cancer in 2016, and, and considered assisted suicide. Before a husband, who I think is Aaron Bach now, I think he's a manager, a producer, donated a kidney for transplant surgery in 2017. But health-wise, Last, we were in contact with her and her husband. She was both in good spirits and feeling healthy, according to the reporter. Her announced exits 
with the music with the musical and now the HBO documentary are more a matter of gracefully bowing out of the Tina Turner persona and enjoying a quiet private life in retirement. From our understanding right now, her primary intent is to live in her amazing castle in Zurich by the lake, according to the reporter, Mr. Martin, and do what Tina wants to do, whether that's gardening or decorating the house or just reading a book. As I stated, good people, I can clearly remember growing up listening to Ike and Tina in the 70s and 80s. When they performed, it was magnetic. Fans were never disappointed, and they always would deliver, from Proud Mary to Rolling on the River. Now, despite the issues and allegations of abuse, I do not want to dwell, but I am pretty sure for Tina, it was not a tough act to sell. And I'm not going to do any name bashing or pointing of fingers, because things like this seem to go on and linger. That relationship with Ike ended not with remorse, pity, or shame. As Tina stated in the movie, the movie and her book, All I Want Is My Name. Now that that time has come and gone, let us move on and not dwell in the past, but focus on the glory. But we must always remember there are two sides to every story. I say to you, farewell, Tina Turner. Enjoy your retirement while you fade from the spotlight. Take care of yourself and get plenty of rest. Because in my eyes, you will always be simply the best. This is your guy, Mr. Educator, Mr. Free Thinker, Mr. Communicator. Subscribe, share and like so that I can keep rocking on the mic. You all have a good night.